Here's another listener. Essay. Essay. This is Infants on Thrones. Listener Essay. Welcome back to Infants on Thrones. I'm Glenn Ostland, and this is essay number five in our May 2018 Listener Essay Contest. Now, today's essay is by Melissa and is titled, Letter to My Dead Grandmother. Now, remember that you, as the listener, are able to vote for and provide private feedback to as many of these essays and authors as you'd like, but you can only vote one time for each essay. Now, voting will take place throughout the month of May and will end around midnight on May 31st. The top three winners will be announced in early June. First place wins $200, second place wins $100, and third place wins $50. And this is all determined by you, the listeners. So simply go to the website, infantsonthrones.com, find the essay or the essays that you want to vote for, click on the link, cast your vote, and provide some feedback to the author. And for those of you who still want to submit an essay for this May contest, there's still a bit of time. Now, if it comes in too late, it's not that big of a deal. It'll just roll over into the next contest that we do, probably in August, if there are enough submissions. Now, July will probably be a songwriting contest. I've received already some excellent submissions from listeners, like this song. And this one. And this one? Oh, brother Joe, you're forever the devil's scarecrow. Oh, do what you say, not what you do. So, yeah, it looks like a songwriting contest is going to happen. Email me at infantsonthrones at gmail.com to find out more about the songwriting competition. But let's not get too ahead of ourselves, because that's then, and this is now. And now is all about today's essay from Melissa, titled Letter to My Dead Grandmother. So take it away, Melissa. Mormons love stories about communicating with their deceased relatives. One aspect of the transition from believing Mormon to agnostic is that unfinished ancestral business is harder to take care of. You can't reach closure by doing a temple ceremony and tearfully bearing testimony that deceased relatives have accepted the work from the other side and that you'll see them again in the celestial kingdom. My grandparents converted to Mormonism for a short time before returning to Catholicism. My father stayed Mormon, much to his parents' dismay. Now I am neither Catholic nor Mormon in belief. This is what came pouring out of me one Saturday morning as emotion overwhelmed my ability to do housework. Dear Grandma, you can't hear me because you're dead, but I wish you could. I understand your desire to seek a new religion that would put less pressure on you to accept restrictive sexual practices and to bear more children than you wanted. If being Catholic didn't work for you, that's fine. But why did you have to choose the Mormon church? I know the missionaries did not tell you the implications of your decision. Did you look for information elsewhere? Or did you rashly jump ship at the first opportunity? I know you left Mormonism and returned to the Catholic Church. Could you have tried something else, almost anything else? 
You could have been an Episcopalian, a Lutheran, a Methodist, a Unitarian. There were so many preferable churches you could have introduced my father to. I am grateful to you for not choosing to be a Scientologist, a Jehovah's Witness, a Mooney, or a Fundamentalist Baptist. But you could have chosen better for you, for my dad, for me. I'm trying to be much more careful with my religious decisions than either you or dad. One thing I know, when you save a child from Mormonism or Catholicism, you do not save generations. Because my dad stayed Mormon, I was raised Mormon. As a child in a profanity-free household, I was shocked to hear you swear. You were angry and pushed me away when I tried to hug you. I was seven. I never saw you again. Now I've left the Mormon church. I'm not going to join your religion either. I am separated from both of the religions of my heritage. My relationship with my dad is often cordial unless I mention his church, but mostly we exchange pleasantries in a superficial relationship. We could have been so much closer if he'd been raised in a more normal household so that he wouldn't have sought dysfunctional Mormon parents down the street who love-bombed him into a cult. Maybe he wouldn't have had depression without all of the emotional abuse that comes from two sets of dysfunctional parents and these two extremely guilt-ridden religions. Maybe you could have moved to get my dad away from the Mormons. You moved all the time. It was possible. I know you were worried about his conversion. Grandpa should share some of the responsibility for this as he joined you, but you were the impetus for the change. To be honest with you, Grandma, Grandpa is not the brightest button in the box. I think you knew that, too. I've heard stories of you going around him when he was being pig-headed. Grandpa did tell me how much he loved you, how beautiful you were, and how proud he was to have a good Catholic wife. He showed me a picture of you. You were beautiful. I wish I could have heard your side of the story, had a girl talk one-on-one. -on -one. I could have sworn with you. I'm old enough to do that now, but you're already dead. I found a stack of letters from your priest thanking you for your help in the parish. I didn't have time to read them when I saw Grandpa for the first time since childhood, visiting your house for the first time. Uncle is going through the house, intending to fix it up. I hope he hasn't thrown them out. Oh, and why did you hide photos of your father in old advertisement books in a drawer? I spent hours separating 50-year-old coupons from unknown family pictures. Luckily, Dad and Uncle already had the scanner and photo albums ready when I found them. I'm not going to lie. I want to cry. I'm pretty frustrated with you and Dad right now. I wish he'd made better choices, too. He's alive but I can't talk to him about it. You're not alive, and I can't talk to you either. I was never told that you love me, but I suppose you must have because you sewed me blankets when I was little. I loved them. I wish I knew whether I loved you or not. I do care. I wish I could have met your daughter too. I never met her before she died but it seems like she was a lot like me. I know you told her you didn't love her. I suppose I should stop crying and do something with my day. Best wishes, your granddaughter.
So there you go. Thank you very much, Melissa, for your essay. Now, if you as our listener want to go and vote for this essay, go to our website, find this episode, click on the voting link, and leave your feedback. And if you haven't already joined us on Patreon, please consider signing up and supporting Infants on Thrones for as little as $1 per episode, capped at whatever budget you want to give yourself for the month. Your generosity helps keep this podcast alive and growing. So thank you, and tune in tomorrow for another listener essay.